we are legends. Welcome to We Are Legends, the unofficial podcast for DC Legends Mobile. I am Slow Beast, and with me, as always, is Hate Mail. We have a lot to talk about today, so let's get right into it. Breaking Well, we got a pretty slow news week. A couple of things to talk about. We have Power Girl and Poison Ivy event. The Poison Ivy event's going on right now. Power Girl, first Power Girl event just finished. What do you uh, What do you think about the Poison Ivy event? Have you completed it? I actually haven't run it at all because I have her Legendary 4, almost Legendary 5, so I just haven't ran it. I I feel the same way. I actually haven't been doing her Poison Ivy event at all either. Just from back when they first released her, I had enough shards to get her to Legendary 4, so... I probably should run her just to get enough shards to take her to 5 if I ever want to one day, but... I just haven't got around to it yet. That's probably a good idea just to have the shards in case she ever becomes super relevant. Something we forgot to mention on last episode, they did go ahead and, and move the Superboy PBV. Arranged it so that Superboy won't be the featured Alliance character until after his PBV event. So that way everyone will have access to him. And we think that he's probably going to have his sale this Friday. That's what you think? Uh, that's what some people are saying. People that have tracked this stuff. They say it's usually two weeks after the first sale, so I would hope and guess that it's this Friday. Don't know for sure, but that's what everybody seems to think is going to be the, the case. So relying on their memory better than mine. Cause I yeah, somebody's paying thing. attention to it, and they seem to think that. That would, that would be make sense. You get um, the character right before the PvP event. That seems to follow suit from what I remember as well. so Yeah, before the PvP event ends, you have it a couple days early. Yep. Which would be nice. I actually just finished saving up all the gears to max him out when he comes out, so that will be fun. Nice. He'll give us a rundown of him very soon. Let us know what yeah, he should be. Yeah, he should be next week's character that we'll discuss. And then um, I do think this is really good that they you know caught this error and cause a lot of people were really upset about it, so now... Yeah, you know, the, they were listening to the community on this one, so that is that is nice, and they arranged it uh, to the old pattern that they were following. So I don't know if it was a mistake or something they were in, uh, intending to try to move it around, but... They did listen and change it, so that's nice. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, speaking of fixing issues in the combat fixes, they uh, they fixed a bunch of them recently. Let's see, we've got issue with Ares, God of War. Uh, Enrage will now be applied to a random enemy when less than four enemies are hit with the Energy War Sword. They fixed an issue with Red Hood. Vengeful Vigilante so that... The team leader ability Outlaws Never Die triggers the proper buff immunity and turndown speed when a revived enemy dies. They fixed the issue with Dr. Poison's Gas Grenade. Superpower that caused on-death abilities to trigger multiple times for characters like Lobo and Deathstroke. They fixed an issue that would allow defeated heroes with stamina ups to continue attacking. I never even saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was my ghost. Remember my ghost character? Oh, that that's okay. So they I had stamina ups and they just continued attacking interesting okay. i didn't realize that was what caused it but the big one to take away on this one is well dr poison for the people that had him that was kind of annoying if a character died from the true damage on dr poison's gas grenade they would give deathstroke seven it would be like he, he the character died seven times gotcha. um, but That's the big one is from. the big one here is the red hood and that is the best, the fists we've all been dying for because you can use red hood it would still be better than fighting him without red hood but then your game would freeze, and I have had a few people tell me that they 
are still seeing some game freezings. I haven't experienced that since this patch drop, but um, it seems like it's vastly improved, and most people in the community seem pretty happy about that. So, and th- the good thing is, is and you all may notice that the podcast is running a little late. I had an issue with my my dog. Thought we were gonna have to take her to the emergency vet, but she seems to be doing better now. So we're recording this a little late, but that patch dropped last night, so we haven't had a chance to play with it a whole heck of a lot yet. Yeah, um, we'll have to check out all these changes and see if uh, they're working effectively. There was uh, some other general fixes that they did as well. The um, Arcus's uh, issue challenge. I'm not even going to attempt to say that. Chumamucks. <laughs> Everybody calls them chipmunks. So. Chipmunk? Yeah. All right, so... The uh, superpower that was causing the game to hang when a target dies before Arcus performs his counterattack. They fixed that. They fixed an issue that would cause the battle to hang when stealing a min buff from an enemy character. Uh, Maybe that's what uh, Red Hood was doing. Maybe that's why it was freezing. It was hanging because he was stealing mins. Yeah. Him or Katana, I guess. I I had a few times where I was playing with Katana and the game would hang. So oh, maybe okay. that. Uh, they fixed an issue that would cause the game to hang when Joker is the last enemy character and kills a hero on his last attack. Um, and then they fixed various interface uh, issues with the iPhone X and the Pixel 2XL devices. That's so, good. That problem just, you had before. Should yeah, be hopefully. Too. So just some general quality of life fixes, which nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm just happy to see this because this was a little bit overdue. So we're... We're excited to see a lot of these bugs are finally getting uh, taken care of. And I can confirm the iPhone fix is in effect. I can actually see what the rarity of the uh, item I'm looking for is without having to do that little trick I was doing before. Good. So that's nice. That's a, that's a big patch that they put out. That's a lot of fixes. Yeah, uh, I'm, and it's probably why it took so long because it seems like there was a whole lot of things. So yeah. Then in the shop we had the Shazam 60 shards, 6,000 gem sale at the, the 24.99. That was pretty good. I took advantage of it. It's like a, a little mini sale compared to the the hundred dollar one. Yeah, I grabbed because I was desperate for gems. I grabbed a couple of them. I wanted to take my Shazam up higher, and uh, I needed gems, so that was a good good purchase to get. I I know that everybody says that we're just being biased because we're looking for Black Adam, but I'm not particularly looking for Black Adam, and I always see him in the Alliance shop still. How about you? Uh, he there is no way that that is the way it was before because I would have recognized that Black Adam was in the shop that much, and I've been hearing that from a ton of people, so I don't think it's just you know, the the concept of seeing something out there, yeah. Um, like if you buy a new vehicle and you suddenly see all of them, I don't think that's the case. I think his appearance rate has to be higher. Yeah, I'm curious how they uh, figure that out. Who, who, what characters? If they, if it is truly random, or if they are uh, affecting it to try to promote characters that they want. I don't know. I, I, I'd like somebody to tell me if I'm, if we're wrong, but I can't believe that's the case. I, I, I know there's people out there that track the shops and these types of things, so. We'd be right. curious if you'd leave in the comments if that's the case, but I, I have a feeling he's showing up more. Which is interesting. It'd be kind of neat to know if that's something they may be starting to do. Alright, it's time once again for some in-depth character analysis with Hate. Who do you got for us this week? Um, I'm going to start with Wonder Woman Coda. She's one I've played with a whole lot with Power Girl. Really like the character. For a long time, she's been that glass cannon. She can't take very many hits, but man, she can shell out some damage. Quite a while ago, her call... I'm not sure how long ago or when it was fixed, but it seems like her call to arms ability was fixed for a long time. Her That ability was bugged, 
where if you just put one point into it, it would give her a 100% chance to do her buff and then call an assist, but it does seem to be fixed. It's, I mean, it still procs a lot. I only have one point into it right now. When I get to Legendary 4, that's what I'm going to put my point into. Right now, what I would recommend is going 2-2, two, two, which is the call to arms first. 1-3-4. There was a few people on Reddit that argue that 1 should be later. I personally don't agree. I think having that extra call assist when it does work is great. It doesn't seem to proc, I guess, when you call assist and she uses her basic, she won't call another assist, kind of like Hawk Girl will. It's a really fun character, does a ton of damage. So with having the extra tanks, especially with Power Girl, to get the extra strengths up and then she'll protect her, help keep her alive, she just does so much damage. Her regular basic does a 40% chance to call assist, but then with that legendary it has an extra chance, an extra 40% chance to cause us call an extra assist. So, I mean, you can you can see three turns being taken just off her using her basic. The next one I would recommend putting it into is her Goddess of War. It's her big AoE. It does a ton of damage. It can't miss. So, it's nice when you're facing Harley Quinn or some of the characters that you're concerned with. But her legendary upgrades gives plus 50% critical damage, which that's a ton of damage. She's another character that if you take her to legendary 5, you won't be disappointed because she doesn't have any bad legendaries. Some people like her fourth ability legendary upgrade. What that is is there's a 34% chance to use double strike on enemies that damage her, which seems to proc, especially when you're facing against her, way more than that. The legendary upgrade gives a 20% chance to use her Goddess of War ability too, so I believe they both can proc, so she'll use her basic, then use her Goddess of War, doing a ton of damage. So, I mean, I've seen her on just defense, if you're using a green heavy team, almost wipe out your team. Fun character, pairs great with Power Girl, you know, that I'm sure you saw in the last, if you watched the YouTube video, I used Power Girl. Wonder Woman, Coda, Cheetah, and Steppenwolf quite a bit. That team worked really well using Red Hood in place of Steppenwolf. Just a really good team. She's a really strong character. She's one that you also get as the Alliance Pact as a basic common drop. So she used to be a super rare character, but she's pretty easy to get. So she's one I would highly recommend farming for. Yeah, I've started farming her. You've always uh, talked her up, so I've been trying to get uh, shards for her where I can. I've almost got her to Legendary, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm want to get her to Legendary 4, which she's... Getting close. Nice. Next one we have on the list is Poison Ivy. I didn't get to play with her quite as much as I would have liked before this episode, but she is a character I've wanted to do for a long time. She's really great for making fun, unique teams. I think the legendary order I like is a little different than a lot of other people. I personally thought her second ability, her Pheromones Kiss, is her best ability. It applies four taunt and five stamina ups to the team. And the legendary upgrade applies critical immunity. The reason I like that ability so much is pretty much anymore you're going to run with a taunter. So you're going to run with Power Girl, Harley Quinn, or Wonder Woman DOJ. And while if you're running with Harley Quinn, it probably isn't as important because Harley Quinn, you know, has her taunt at the beginning and it takes forever for it to go away. But with Wonder Woman DOJ and with Power Girl, their taunts drop off. So this applies it to them, but also gives, her, gives them that criti critical immunity. And that's one of the things that... Like when you face Cyborg Superman, he's so difficult to kill because you can't do any critical strikes. And then it's also adding that 5 stamina up, so it's usually what I tend to open the match with. Um, I can see if you're doing specific builds, you might want to do the cross-pollinate instead, so you can copy the buffs um, from the damage immunity characters. or And that's also one of the one I probably would do second um, to really utilize their kit. The third ability I would use is Toxin Transfer. That does, the, it says a heavy heal. The heal really isn't that big, which was a little disappointing. I was hoping for a little bit bigger. Um, but it'll move 3D buffs from the target onto a random enemy. And then you can also, up with the legendary upgrade, it will move up to three additional buffs, move from an ally to a random enemy. So if you're facing against a heavy debuff team, this will 
just move those debuffs to the other character, or the other team. Um, and I found that extremely useful, especially with, you know, so many, especially against bleed teams, or um, if you're facing uh, Emerald Archer or Green Arrow team, remove, moving all those debuffs is quite useful. And then I would take her basic next, is just gain two speed up. I saw a lot of people, when they're recommending Legendary Orders, putting this higher. I'd be curious as to the reasoning why two speed ups is really only a 20% gain. And if you're, I found I rarely used her basic unless I was silenced. So I was kind of surprised to see so many people taking that earlier. And the last ability is her um, passive ability. It's a 100% chance to apply one strength down to enemies that damage poison ivy. And with the legendary upgrade, you can do an extra strength down. I find that pretty good, but if you're, especially if you're hiding her behind taunters, you're not going to do that much. She's not going to hit that often. Um, I can see, still see it being pretty useful. She's another character that there's really no bad legendary upgrades, so taking her to legendary 5, if you have the time, resources, and energy, and particularly like her, is quite good. I do find her to be more of a fun character as opposed to a great character. And there's some neat team comps that people put out there. I haven't really found her to be super effective in, in playtesting. She's a little on the slow side, and I haven't quite found her use yet, but I'll, I'll play with her more and get back to you on that one. Um... Just a quick question I had with the uh, Legendary 2 upgrade you were talking about. They apply critical immunity. Mm-hmm. That just makes it so that they can't take critical damage. It doesn't make it so that they ignore uh, Cyborg Superman's critical. No, they don't ignore it. It makes it so they're like him. Because Cyborg Superman right. has built into his kit. He's naturally crit immune. So this is, right. this does the same thing. It makes your character crit immune. So makes okay. makes your because, tanks really tanky. Yeah, just the way that you were saying it, it made it sound like you were saying they were going to ignore... Cyborg Superman's crit immunity, and I, I just want to confirm that I was uh, I was understanding you correctly that it just gives critical immunity to your the player that you put you uh, put it on. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Yeah, and then the uh, the gain two speed ups. I mean, I think that that was probably more popular when the meta was faster and people were trying to get her as fast as they could. Yeah, that could be the case. And that's that's why it became popular to take the first legendary uh, earlier. And one other thing we want to mention, we were going to add a new segment to the show. We had fun having Ogre Barbarian on last time, so one of the things we're thinking about doing is having a little segment called Crazy Team Comps with Ogre Barbarian, and we were going to have him on last night, but with the whole um, dog situation, weren't able to record with him. So he gave us a few team comp- comps, unfortunately, I, surprisingly, out of my roster. They had the comps he gave me, I actually didn't have the characters, and I apologize to everyone in advance. I'm sitting in the living room with the dog, and my birds are super loud, so I doubt Slow Beast is going to be able to edit all that out. Yeah, I was already thinking about how they're going to have birds this week, but yeah, so. at least they're getting a show. Yeah, you're getting a, you're getting what I hear all day, every day. <laughs> so there was only one team comp I could actually make work, and it didn't work out so hot, but I'm interested to hear his theory crafting on some of the other ones, so hopefully we'll be able to get him on. For next episode to discuss that with Poison Ivy, because I know a lot of people just farmed her and might be gearing her out at this point. Yeah, and to be fair, it's not that you don't have the characters. You've got them all legendary, you just don't have them geared out. Yeah, well, it's still, I mean... Well, it's, uh... They don't give an ac- accurate representation. Sure. Alright, and you had one more character you want to talk about real quick? Um, I just wanted to revisit Shazam a little bit, just to let everyone know that I know there was a lot of bug fixes in the last patch... I'm not sure, because I haven't even had a chance to test them yet since it dropped, if the couple of bugs that he had were fixed. I'm really liking Shazam, especially since it's his Alliance week. I've been playing him a lot. If you are gonna, if you have him Legendary 1, he's actually, I feel, quite useful Legendary 1. That's what I had him at for a long time. The first upgrade, I would recommend 
absolutely is to take the 50% chance to game damage immunity because you're almost always going to open the battle with taunt. Red's uh, physical characters have a hard time doing enough damage to kill him, and if he procs damage immunity, now he's invincible. Not super fast, he's not slow, but he's not super fast, so he'll stay taunting with that damage immunity through a whole cycle of turns, which is really nice. And then next I would recommend, because his overheal right now doesn't seem to happen too often on his whenever you cast his taunt. Uh, sometimes I'll see it, sometimes I won't, so I'm not sure about it. But on his basic, his 30% chance to stun a target if Shazam is overkilled, I haven't seen it happen yet. I don't know if it's bugged or if it's just, or just maybe I just haven't seen it, but I have a feeling it's not working properly. And then also his, the second upgrade on Fortitude of Atlas, his 25% chance to use Strength of Hercules. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules against attacker if allies take damage. I've never seen that happen, so I have to believe that's probably bugged too, unless it was fixed in this recent patch and I haven't seen it yet. So what I would recommend if you're using him now, he's still quite effective and I think he'll be great once those things are fixed. Take the damage immunity and then take the power of Zeus, the negative 50% turn meter to an enemy. I was torn on whether to take that early or not, his number three, but I like the idea of the stun with the counterattacks, so I had recommended taking those earlier, but since those aren't working properly right now, you might want to consider either waiting for them to be fixed, or if you don't want to wait, take the negative 50% turn meter to an enemy, which is still super useful. I think he's ideal at Legendary 4, because then you can have everything once it's fixed. Sure. His fourth ability, equal chance to apply, cooldown negative 1 to power of Zeus. I don't really find that that particularly useful. His place in the team is to be tank, and he can take a beating. And he'll start to lose a ton of life, and then you cast his taunt, and he gets those 10 stamina ups, and it's like giving a super huge... And he also gets that heal... I don't know if it's overhealing or not. That's my problem. I, I can't decide if that's working properly. But I know the stun and the counterattack seem to not be working right now. You're it. You're it. You're it. Quizzies. Any quizzies. You're it. Quizzies. No any quizzies. No starsies. You can't do that. Can't do. Cannot. Stamp it. Can't do. Double stamp it. No erases. Cannot. Triple stamp it. No erases. No, Just blue no, make it no, through. No. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. Lord, you can't. Lord, Lord. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that segment that uh, Ogre is going to be doing. I want to see some of the team compositions he comes up with, um, and hopefully he'll have some good ones with Superboy uh, for next week. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, another guest we wanted to have on the show but we weren't able to make happen is Grim Reaper. He recently placed number one on the PvP board during the Red Hood week, and we just wanted to get his take on the climb. So hopefully we'll have him on either next week or the week after kind of talk about what it takes to do it and a few other things that we wanted to have him on for. Also, we wanted to ask the community a couple different things. First, other than Superboy, who would you like to see next week in our in-depth character analysis? And the second question we have is, how do you all feel about us having guests? Do you want to see them more frequently? Is there any particular guests you'd really like to see on the show? And um, just kind of what your thoughts are on that. So, new game came out. Uh, in beta on Android only called DC Unchained and uh, hate I think you got a chance to take a look at some of the YouTube videos and, and check the game out and see what's what's going on with it what do you what are you seeing so far yeah I see a lot of people are real interested in it. it's another it's a Warner Brothers game made by a different publisher under the Warner Brothers brand it's in the DC universe which you know I'm a huge DC fan so I thought I'd check it out game looks pretty interesting kind of has the same feel of Marvel Future Fight. Right now it's in beta testing. I think it ends beta testing today. And then the characters are getting wiped. I don't know if they're going to do a soft launch or what's happening. Most people are seeming to think it's going to come out in March is kind of the, the timetable. Really cool graphics. Power, character powers look really neat. Um, there's 30 characters released so far. 
And then there was a whole bunch more data mined. I didn't really look through that list, but it looks like there's a ton of characters. The characters are broken into families. In each family, for example, the Bat family has Batman, Catwoman, Robin, Joker, and Harley Quinn. Then there's the Flash family, which has Captain Cold, Heatwave, Gorilla Grood, Flash, Cyborg. Then there's the Wonder Woman family, which has Artemis, Wonder Woman, Ares, Cheetah, and Cersei. Then the Aquaman family, which has Siren, Ocean Master, Aquaman, Mira, and Black Manta. And then the one I'm most excited for is the Lantern's family, which has Larflees, Sinestro, Blees, Green Lantern, and Star Sapphire. And then the last one is the Superman family, which has Silver Banshee, Lex Luthor, Superman, Supergirl, and Doomsday. And it looks like as you unlock the whole family, they gain additional skills as you have more family members. And once they're all unlocked, you get all the characters. And it looks like... There, apparently there's hero characters, villain characters, and neutral characters, and I guess there's certain things that you have to do where you can only use heroes, or you can only use villains, and you, or you, in the neutral characters, seem like they can bounce between the two. Pretty interesting, a lot, kind of a complex skill system. Looks like they're going to have PvP alliances, the whole the whole nine yards. So far, the reviews from people that are playing the game is pretty positive. I'll put in the show notes, there's a Reddit page for them. And I'll also include a YouTube video that has a great intro guide that kind of goes through the whole game and all the different things for it. But looks like an interesting game. I'll definitely be checking it out. Yeah, I don't now I don't remember um, from Marvel Future Fights because I didn't play it that much. Did they have any kind of PvP or is it all PvE? No, they had PvP and this game does too. Okay. Uh, so definitely, there's looks like there's a fair amount of game modes. The main complaint I've heard is that the early part of the game feels a little grindy, but supposedly people that got further said it. it's like most games where, you know, kind of early on there's a lot of grind and then you get to a point where you don't have to do a ton and kind of knock out your stuff like DC Legends is today. Once you get through all the campaign and do everything, you kind of can knock everything out in about an hour. Not sure, but it definitely looks neat. looks like a cool game. It's one of the ones I've been more excited about. Than most. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to check it out. Uh, I was hoping they were gonna do a beta for uh, Apple. Um, so. supposedly that's possibly coming. I mean, it's only January fifteenth, and if they're coming out March, they probably will. So if they do get it in the beta, we'll definitely have some reviews and some video. Um, if it's a game that Slowbeast and I really get into, we might do a segment or do a, just an episode, maybe once a month or. We're not exactly sure. It just depends on the popularity of the game and how interested you all are in it and how interested we're in it. But we may yeah. do. Uh, May do something with that. Kind of leave that up to you guys. If you guys request it a lot, we'll uh, we'll make it happen. Do you like the show? Consider becoming a patron and get a special show each month. Our special Q and A episode. It's only a dollar to have access to this. Check it out at patreon.com. We are our legends. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're not going to say anything. <laughs>